Hey guys, and welcome to today's episode of Give It The Beans. I know those of you that listen each week are like, whoa, Vaughn, I thought you said you're doing one every two weeks. And yeah, I was thinking that, but a lot of the stuff that I need to get through for this big business project uh, is done, so i got a little bit more free time, or it seems like my normal work life has resumed, which was always trying to find the time to do these once a week. However, they may come weekly, they may come bi-weekly. Either way, you'll still get fairly regular episodes and have to listen to my monotonous tones. And listen, if you've managed to listen up to now and put up with me, like, good fucking job. Because when I hear myself speak, I'm like, fucking hell, I sound boring. Um, but it, you, you must still be here for, for some sort of reason. Um, but wherever you are in the world, hope you are well. We are now under the four-week-out marker. We are about three weeks and five days away from the or five six days away from the first Scottish show. Uh, but also, really, the season kicking off down south as well because... There is a PCA show on the same day and also a Tubo show as well. So really the season's kicking off here in the UK, everywhere. And uh, I'm excited, man. I can't wait. Like I saw a lot of the athletes last week. Uh, we were filming some some cool stuff that you'll see soon. Um, saw everyone in person. I see a couple of my athletes quite regularly as well in the unit that we have. And everyone is just looking... Uh, everyone's just looking fucking brilliant. Like across across the board um, everyone's in a good spot in multiple different classes we have some amazing athletes so yeah I'm just buzzing I'm excited for the venture that's way to come but then also the the season that's ahead and uh, when I look at how many athletes and shows we got between literally the first five six weeks it's, it's crazy um, and then we have a solid year thereafter as well with us athletes um, sporadically um, across the the months and then um, I'll try and be it each and every single one of them but this kind of leads me on to, to today um, and a conversation I was having with um, one of my athletes who was just curious about the differences, you know, they'd seen about natural diuretics and their pals telling about this Dazide and stuff like that. And I thought, right, well, I've done, I've done an episode on them both individually. Why not do one about them both? Um, the instances of where and when I would use them um, and give you guys a little, more, a little bit more info. So this won't be as sciencey as the other ones that I kind of delve deep into you know, the exact point of the, the kidneys where you've got aldactone uh, working or dazid working or whatever. It's not going to be about that. It's just going to more be about like, right, okay, situationally, when would I use them? When would I never use them? What do they do? Et cetera, et cetera. Maybe just give you some some uh, some things I've done wrong with them, some things I think you don't need to do and, and some things I do. So if we start with uh, natural diuretics, now the cues in the name here, Havon or natural diuretics allowed in natural feds, the cues in the name. A natural diuretic could be an all-in-one supplement, um, or it could be separate vitamins, herbs, minerals, etc., etc. And all they're kind of doing is promoting water loss from the body. Effectively, they're trying to upregulate mechanisms in the body that are expelling water for the sole purpose of giving you a little bit of a drier look to your physique. Um, just really removing that fine layer of fluid that sits on, underneath the skin. But let's remember that the word dry there, um, you you know, certain categories don't really necessarily ask you or need you to be to be dry. But the most common diuretics you'll see people use, I think, in today is probably Peak Max is a is a big one now by Strong Nutrition. And then you've got uh, H2O Remove by Anabolic Designs is another big one. Um out with that, you know, vitamin C, vitamin B6 or dandelion root can be used um, 
on their own separately because things like strong nutrition that's got all of them in it so you'd probably just opt for that um that all in one now what i would say is whether it's whether natural or, or pharmaceutical diuretics see if you're not lean enough there is zero point and i mean zero point in using these they will not make an incredible amount of difference whatsoever if you're if you've still got fat you're still going to have that fat when you wake up even if you've used them one day into the next so make sure that you nail conditioning first before you were then thinking about putting these in if you've still got five kilos to lose and you know you put in some diuretics and you think you know you're still gonna have five kilos to lose the next day if that makes sense now when would you when would you take these you may be asking well like i back in 2017 um, when i started using h to remove it was like oh start using these a week out but at the time that's all i knew so it was a case of like right yeah like just put them in and let's start taking these and now i kind of go why the hell would you do that right seven days out from your show you're not trying to get dry the drying out process is a specific point in across peak week and that doesn't need to start seven days out that's probably going to start the day before your show yes you may have a period of filling a period of um increasing increasing foods to you know carbs fats to increase muscle glycogen and triglyceride stores but for me if someone's natural i'm probably going to do the filling first and then i'm going to do a little bit of drying now that's not to say i haven't um you know back-to-back shows done a similar sort of thing simultaneously however usually for me when i would start taking natural diuretics is the day before the show and the reason being is that let's say three days out from your show that's when you run high day number one high day number two or feet you know carb load one carb load two so you've got full so you've got full and then use the day before the show to get a little bit drier now it might be if you don't need to get dry you just use that day before the show to pull food down um, so that they have a bit better midsection control you maybe pull fluid down as well and you maybe use a little bit of natural diuretics there so like the the strong stuff i think it's like three or four tabs per serving so i would just start first thing in the morning and i would just take a serving with each meal maybe an extra serving before bed um and then jobs are good in that that's how you know that's really what, what i would suggest you need to use that's what i used with uh athletes um last year year before that but you know way back to 2017 we were we were implementing it um three days out you know we were implementing it as we were loading and you kind of go like well we think it logically like you need fluid to help nutrient distribution so you need fluid when you're loading to help cellular cellular swelling right so to allow those carbohydrates to get into the, the muscle deliver those carbs um to support performance increase in fullness etc etc so if you were putting something in that's trying to um, disperse fluid from the body, well, that doesn't make sense, does it? You're just then compromising the, the load a little bit, which is not something that you would want to do. Now, you heard me say about fluid. So let's say you have someone that's taken seven litres of water a day, there thereabouts. And what all I would do is I'd consistently keep that it's seven litres throughout peak week from, say, 
seven days before, all the way up to the day before the show. Then the day before the show, you maybe say like, right, let's cut fluid uh, down to four litres or four and a half litres or whatever it is, as well as having a serving of um, some natural diuretics, food's a little bit lower. And what you should just see then, you should just see that physique just suck down that a little bit overnight, but they should still be holding some fullness from those two high days. I think that strategy is a sure fine way um, to make sure that you, someone's never going to spill over um, and they, they're maybe going to wake up on show day a little bit flat. However, after one meal, one high carb meal and a bit of salt, like boom, they will be back holding that, that sort of peak fullness. So they maybe need a couple of meals to get there. But I think it's a much better position to be in on show day to have your client eat into a show rather than to wake up spilled and be like, fuck, we need to, we, we can't eat or we need to go pose or we need to go walk or we need to do something to, to get a little bit of a tighter look, which just comes from experience because that, that's happened. Now, um, I have had some clients do like three or four shows back to back. And when we do that, we often don't have the time in between shows to be running you know, the two high days and then the day, the, the moderate day, what we kind of need to do is have the three or four days to pull all the way down into baseline to get down to that, you know, empty point before we then put more food in. So what you'll see me do is, in that scenario, I'll still put in those two the two high days, but I just put them immediately. So if the show's a Sunday, they're, they're feeding the Friday, Saturday. And on the Saturday, yes, I'll still get them to um, carb load, and at the same time, I will get them to use some natural diuretics. And I know you're thinking, but Vaughn, you just said, you know, but but you need to have that time in between. Well, yes, in an ideal scenario, but it's not always ideal, particularly week to week shows. Um, and all I do is I just don't pull fluid down as much as I did the week before. So if they're usually at seven liters rather than go to four. I'll maybe say like, right, go five or go five and a half. Um, and then that usually still does the trick on um, the day of the show. I don't think you're going to need to take on uh, board any extra um, any extra uh, diuretics. I think that once you're dry, you're dry. You just have to then control your um, your food intake, your fluid intake, and your salt. Remember that when using natural diuretics, we're not trying to manipulate manipulate the salt. Um, we're just keeping that consistent. I've done the salt manipulation in the past. Um, I was even doing it at the start of last year. And all I was finding is when I manipulate it, um, all all clients were happening is they'd wake up on show day and they were extremely flat. And I was like, well, fuck this. And I, I need to go get them full. And I was like, well, I'm not going to manipulate it. And then I stopped manipulating it, kept it constant. And pe people would just wake up and they were just on the money. So I was like, right, well, just keep that keep that consistent. And if you're out, someone out that's out there that, that doesn't really know much about what electrolyte you know, balance is or what sodium or potassium is, then... I wouldn't suggest that you um, try and play about with it at all. The good thing is when you use natural diuretics, you don't necessarily see that much of a rebound um, when when people have ceased usage, right? So if someone keeps their sensible hat on post-show, and if let's say they have another one, uh, another show the week after, the week after that, you know, whenever it's back-to-back -back for three weeks, if they're really on point and they eat how you want them to post-show, when they wake up the next day after the show, they're not going to see, or two days after the show, they're not going to see this like big increase in the scales, um, because you've you know you've not touched electrolyte, electrolyte sodium potassium, you've left them the same. Um, all you've done is try to remove a little bit of fluid out, so you find there's no rebound. You can go back 
uh, digging hard. You don't need to go drastically low carbs or anything like that. Um, and jo- jobs are given. But there's a big difference with um, big difference with pharmaceutical di- diuretics. And again, what I'd encourage you to do is if you want to know more about the ins and outs of pharmaceutical diuretics, I do go into those mechanisms um, in quite some detail in a previous podcast um, and also on the website. And there's an article that, that pretty much says word for word what the podcast says. So I encourage you to go away from this podcast if you want to learn more. That's where I would I would direct you to go. But the you know a diuretic itself, particularly the pharmaceutical ones, is again as we said a substance that promotes diuresis, right? A process which um, the kidneys filter fluid and salt out of the body, um, and in this scenario, subsequently increasing urine production. And these pharmaceutical diuretics are going to have a direct impact on the body's electrolyte um, balance um, because it's really the influence of those electrolytes that's going to regulate fluid balance within the body. Particularly, uh, it's mostly done by sodium potassium. People have, have maybe heard um, me speak about the sodium and potassium pump and what pharmaceutical diuretics are doing is they are blocking um, sodium reabsorption from specific parts of the kidneys. Um, now, when, when that's blocked, uh, remember the phrase where sodium goes, water flows. So when we block sodium reabsorption at a certain point, uh, water is just going to get expelled out as sodium gets expelled out. Now, I describe it as, imagine you're on a motorway and there's a certain exit. It's like some of the pharmaceutical diuretics just block a, a specific exit. And it's like quite an important exit that gives an, a certain amount of percentage of sodium reabsorption. So when we block that, we then allow sodium to pass out of the body and then as does water do. Now, this is where um, it, the, the, the process is a fair bit different than the natural diuretics because now with, with both individuals that are using natural or pharmaceutical, you have um, a certain amount of sodium you're putting in the body. Now you're expelling that um, with the pharmaceutical diuretics, but you're still going to need some level of sodium going in to hold fullness. Now these pharmaceutical diuretics are very, very strong. So when you hear me speak about the natural ones of having two high days and a drying out day, uh, you don't need that with pharmaceutical diuretics at all. Um, you don't have that moderate day. If you did, you'd be as flat as a pancake. Um, so what you would do in this scenario, um, let's say you've got a big bodybuilder and you're really only going to use these with big guys. Um, I don't really think they have much place um, in, in the female side. Now that's maybe a lie, but definitely not in like the bikini side of things. Maybe you could argue some of the more muscular figure girls, of course, physique and the bodybuilders, but definitely not the, the bikini girls whatsoever. But um, what we need to think about it. So with the bigger guys is we're loading them, right? That whole peak week process, we're loading them. But with those guys, we're going to load them hard into the show. And let's say the show's a Sunday. So they're loading hard on the Friday. They're loading hard on the Saturday as well. Um, we've maybe got them eight or nine litres of fluid across the week. And we keep that eight and nine litres of water consistent on the Friday and on the Saturday. And you're thinking, Von, you really, the day before the show? Yeah, 100%. We also, they're probably on a bit more salt than, than someone else. We also are going to have them holding their salt intake on the Friday and on the Saturday. And then really, the, the pharmaceutical diuretics will go in the night before the show. Now, 
they might go in the night just the night before and then you leave it till the morning. They might go in the night before and then halfway through the night, depending upon what you see. They might go through the night before. They might go in uh, on the morning of as well. So th there's a difference, different scenarios of when you can use them, how much you can use them. And again, I'm not going to not going to say um, because that would be um, not very uh, what's the word professional can I even say that because I'm speaking about fucking illegal drugs anyway um, I think I have a duty of care and it wouldn't be wise to go say exactly what I would use but um, what it'll do is that like Dazide in particular um, just sucks people down so someone can someone could go to bed and they might when they go to bed they might look like they've spilled a little bit spilled over and then when you put in the diazide they wake up in the morning and it's just they look fucking phenomenal they look absolutely like peeled all the way nice and full um and that's a brilliant a brilliant scenario to be in like again with diazide i think it's just so hard to spill over um with how much it sucks you down. I mean, you've got Aldactone as well, which is a little bit weaker. I suppose that you can use the main difference between those two is the half-life, right? So Dazid's half-life is anywhere between 6 to 14 hours. Aldactone's half-life is like between 2 and 4 um, or something like that. So it just kind of shows you the potency and the difference between, say, those two diuretics. I'm not even going to discuss loop diuretics because I feel they have no place in, um, in within bodybuilding whatsoever. But the diazide, what you'll often see people have is that there's a common phrase that's like burger and fries and half a diazide or a quarter diazide or whatever it is you take. Um, and, and it's so true that often the bigger guys, they need a fair bit more fats in that last meal when they're using it because uh, just how much it sucks you down. Um, also got to remember the, the salt, extra salt content they'll get from that burger and fries as well. But as it says, um, with the natural diuretics, you don't get a rebound. But with the pharmaceutical diuretics, you do. Now, your body is a master of what we call homeostasis. And that's a fancy word for saying balance, right? Now, it always wants to come back to balance. It's, it's set point that it knows. And if that balance is dis disturbed through the use of, in this case, pharmaceutical diuretics or substances or drugs or whatever, um, the body will look to to sort of come back to that quickly. So you've limited the amount of sodium it's reabsorbing. So then it has like a super compensatory effect to be like, right, well, I'm going to reabsorb even more sodium um, because it's just been limited in case this happens again. Now, what that means is that it then sucks loads of fluid back into the body. Now, it can be really common for a bodybuilder to wake up on show uh, the day after a show and be like, five to seven pounds up how, how i often see it is a little bit of an increase day one day two big increase day three a little decrease day four big big decrease and um, so by that fourth day they've they're kind of back in balance but those initial first two days the body's like nah we're not playing ball but if you have back-to-back -back shows that's when it becomes it comes a little bit of a challenge um, it's, it's easy to do and manage but it's a challenge because you need to baseline you need to someone's weight to come back down them to be empty before you load them again. So if you're going to be using Dazide week, week to week, which is quite hard to do, then what you do in those few days um, is so crucial to get to your yeah, point where you could use it again. For me, it's always going to be low carb, um, salt. 
is always going to stay consistent. So even on show day, um, when someone's off stage, they'll they'll go and get the same amount of litres of fluid in that I want them to get in. They'll go have the same amount of salt. So again, that's kept consistent. And then you just have to be patient, but you will need to go a little bit lower carb the next day. But again, I would only really use these um, the night before the show. Um, well, that's pr- I mean, I, I do sometimes use them the, the night of the first load as well. Mostly because it then shows me how aggressive I could be day two. So I might say, right, the Friday um, is load number one. And then on the Friday night, they maybe use a little bit of something. Then they load the Saturday. And the Saturday night, again, they use a little bit of something. And then they maybe wake up the Sunday morning and use a little bit of something. The reason I say a little bit of something is it's, it can be it can be different. It can be different dosages. It can be different uh, diuretics that we use at certain points. It, again, all depends on the individual, what you see in front of you, the reaction to what happens overnight. Um, so this is where, like again, a lot of what uh, we say in the industry is is it depends is because it fucking does. Like if you're with someone at a show and then you see something happen overnight and you need to you need to be uh, you think right we can get touch dryer or no we're okay let's use something that's not quite as potent or or whatever like those decisions are often made when it's right in front of you there's never going to be an exact blueprint of what to do there's going to be a here's some guidelines of what what you could do go ahead see what happens then make a decision yourself is that i think that young coaches can often be hesitant to make a decision but I always say this, I think back to my early coaching days, and I'm going to use Chris as an example, he's probably not listening, I don't think he listens to me speaking when we're in person on the podcast, but um, you know, our first uh, season together back in 2018, um, no, yeah, sorry, 2018, he sent me a, a photo and he's like, I f- he's like, I feel quite flat, and I was like, I don't know what the fuck he means, I don't have that coaching eye, and it, you know, I kind of had to then like, sit and look and compare at different photos and then understood and then just make a decision of like sometimes you check in and I go fuck I'm not really sure what to do here but then I logically would sit and I come up with a decision about right let's do this and then I'd do it and then I'd see, the, I'd see what happened like, right okay I learned from that or okay I should have done this I should have done that and I'm still doing that man like I'm still, um, still doing that with things like last year towards the end of the season that was when I really refined uh, my usage or prescription protocols of like pharmaceutical diuretics I found, found a way that really worked in a system that I had and it presented a specific look and I was like right cool I now know but um, that was through you know a fair bit of time of using them maybe making some wrong decisions learning from them um, you know that that's the way it needs to be in this sport and I think at times again when you hold your hand up and say oh that was my fault or x y and z like clients appreciate that Um because at the end of the day, it's it's a sport, isn't it? You know, it's like a it's like a football manager, um, maybe playing the wrong player at the wrong time. They make a substitution, and they go, oh, "I should have put him in a little bit earlier. I should have put him in a, bit, a little bit later." You know, at the end of the game, if he says that, his team can go, "Right, okay, fair play." You know, that's that's a decision that was made. Human error at times, um, but hey, as long as you learn from them, and you get better. Um, you, you then get a better show to show, you present a better look, then um, you know your athletes will, will appreciate that. But yeah, if we just summarise the podcast in general, you know, natural diuretics, don't be go putting them in a week before your show or a few a few days before your show. Use them the day before, manipulate your fluid and you should be fine. Um, remember the category, uh, maybe won't require you to be dry. So 
if you are, say, a bikini girl, there's an argument that they don't need to use them. I use them, I still use a little bit with my bikini girls because um, I just feel it helps, again, midsection control. But um, I think that, you know, you don't necessarily have to use them if you don't want to. Um, but they'll be, they'll be really good in your natural, say, physique guys, your figure girls, um, even the natural bodybuilder guys uh, that would work in. You don't necessarily need to have that moderate day in between the loading days, but it does help. Uh, if, you're, if you're back-to-back shows, uh, I probably would say to not have that moderate day um, and just run the two high days. The pharmaceutical diuretics, remember, obviously these are uh, banned substances uh, in natural feds. You couldn't use them, but you can use them in untested feds, such as your tubers, your PCAs, your UKUPs, NFMUKs, etc., etc., etc. There's so many in the UK. Um, be smart about your usage with these. Understand what they'll do. Understand what they're doing to salt. Be smart with your fluid, your fluid intake as well. Um, and remember that there will be a rebound that comes from it. So I guess that's it for me, guys. I hope this clears up um, kind of the differences between natural diuretics and pharmaceutical, maybe perhaps what you do going to your show or could do. And of course, if there's any questions, do reach out to me. Uh, but if not, wherever you are, whatever you do, give it the beans.